Welcome back to the conversations where we discover again and again where there's a will, there's a way, and where we learn how entrepreneurs around the world are creating a great life for everyone in the company. Well, welcome to Where There's a Will, There's a Way. This is a place where we're talking about creating a great life for everyone in the company. And I want to introduce uh, a great EOS implementer, Dawn Abbott from Denver, Colorado. Dawn is a professional EOS implementer and has a great practice. So welcome, Dawn. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. So, so Dawn, tell us a little bit about your, your EOS journey. Sure. So I became a small business owner and started my own business with my husband when I was 21. Um, and if I kind of look back on that, the last 31 years almost now of owning a business, there's some big major catalysts for change and improvement of both life and business. I think the first came when there was a huge time of burnout. I had just worked a 30-hour shift and I was tired of running on the treadmill and sacrificing my life to business and making all the mistakes that you could make and decided that I either had to throw up the white flag or figure out how to run a business more efficiently. So read every book I could and took all the classes and mastermind groups and put a lot of tactical, strategic changes in place. Um, and it did get better. We had a lot more life balance. However, I lived in this, you know, place of fear and control and ego where, you know, I put myself into all of those processes and created a lot of hassles and constipation for my team <laughs> by not being able to let go. So then um, the next big change came in 2012. And at this point, we had three businesses because, you know, visionaries and shiny things and <laughs> start new businesses. And our sons were 18 and 21 years old. And I found out that I was pregnant, which is mm -hmm. not exactly, um, you know, wasn't the plan. I wasn't ready to start <laughs> a marathon when I was just finishing the, the last one. Um, but the beautiful accidental blessing of my daughter came in May of 2013. And then in August of that same year, when she was three months old, we were on a family vacation and I lost my husband to an accident. Um, mm -hmm. So my business partner of 25 years and, and husband was gone. And mm. I didn't really care if the business burned down, right? Like <laughs> I was in a fog wow. and had a newborn baby and the team picked up the ball and they ran with it. Um, and I realized how little I really was needed. And so the gift of that trauma was this forced letting go and that big mindset set shift that um, I could delegate and elevate others. And, um, <laughs> and so I had this great time of finding out what I wanted my life to look like next and, and what the future held and knew that I wanted to work with small business owners. Um, and so the plan was to sell the business. And then my oldest son came to me in about 2016 and said that he wanted to take over and buy the business from me. And so I had just read Traction and knew, because uh -huh. I had time to read now, right? <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And um, knew that EOS was 
the right way to make sure that the vision for the future was his, that, you know, the team we built around him was his team, and that all the systems and traction of, of traction were kind of his idea. And, and, um, and so when I was in a place where I didn't know that I could run this business by myself, what actually happened from 2017 to 19 was a 30% revenue increase and a 260% net profit increase, um, all because of the U.S. process. And uh-huh. it was great. And we were having a ton of fun. Um, so I knew that he was set up for success and I had found my calling and my passion and knew what I wanted to do next. So that's wow. where I am. Yeah. So here you are starting a new business, huh? I am. Yeah. And the end of 2019, um, sort of started dabbling. Yeah. And um, yeah, go ahead. Well, what's been your experience with your with your clients? Oh, I I love it. I love seeing the impact that EOS has. I love small business owners. I think that, you know, they inspire me. They, you know, work so hard and and have so many great ideas and ways that they're impacting the world. Um, And I, you know, am saddened when they're on that treadmill that I once ran that, you know, they're not having the impact they could have. Um, yeah. if, you know, they could do it a little better or knew, knew the, the how. Yeah, you know, that's a, a question that I've asked for many, many years uh, is, is, you know, knowing what EOS does, knowing what the system does for a business, I just wonder why there's not a line outside of our doors. Yeah, right. And it's probably because too many business owners are head down and can't, you know, take the time to yeah. pick up a book or take the time to think, is there a better way? Right? They're too busy yeah. working through it. Yeah, and, 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 and that's one of the things that, that I've got really excited about because it seems to me that the, the whole notion of the EOS life, uh, I mean, we call it the EOS life, but it really is an ideal life for business owners and leadership team members and ultimately for everybody in the company, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that 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 is the true impact that small business can have is that, you know, employees can go to a place where they're not a number and they can feel like they fit and belong and they're seen and heard. And, you know, the whole organization can live that life. Well, you know, I was talking with a a former hedge fund manager this morning. He's, he's now got a new business. And, and uh, uh, what, what we were talking about was that you know, that back in somewhere around 2008, it, it seems to me that that the financial, the financial leaders in the country said to these business owners all across America, and primarily up until that point, the business owners were, you know, they were uh, members of the Rotary Club, the Kiwanis Club in town. They were on school boards. I mean, they were close friends with many of the uh, employees. And that that Somewhere around 2008, the financial community said, we want to make you aware that that your employees are your most valuable assets. Now, they were talking about value, but at the same time, what they did was they turned those human beings into an asset. And, and once, once we made that, uh, that, that, that shift to seeing these human beings as employees into being seen as assets, 
then ultimately the question is, well, if there's a place where we can get those assets to produce at least 80% of the quality at less than 50% of the cost, why wouldn't we move the companies there? Sure. Right. And I, I would even argue that it's been happening for longer than just that, right? The Industrial Revolution changed the way we all worked. Um, and it's it's really interesting how if they're the most valuable asset, why would we ever want them to be less than? Why would we ever want to not take care of them? Right? Yeah. Um, you know, why, what, you know, you see that, you know, it hasn't been that long that, you know, sports, they used to, to feed athletes, you know, the cheapest right. food they could. And then somebody realized, right. wait, maybe, <laughs> maybe they yeah. should eat really well. Right. And I think yeah. it's the same for our employees is that, you know, what could happen if they all loved coming to work with the whole heart, head and hands and, you know, could belong. Um, and, you know, feel like they were making an impact and making a difference. Yeah. Well, that, that whole notion that, you know, the, the five parts of the EOS life, I mean, to only do what you love doing with people that you love, making a great difference and really knowing that you're making a great difference, being compensated appropriately, and then finally having plenty of time left over for your, your other passions and your family. Now, for a company to say that is part of our reason for being, not the only one. No, we certainly want to make a profit and want to continue to make great great products and provide great services. But we also want to provide the context and the expectation and the resources for our people, not our assets, but our people to live a, an ideal life. Now, it, it seems to me that, you know, that, that given the great migration and uh, the great resignation, that this should be a wake-up call for, for business leaders that, you know, just to, to, to think, what, what would it be like if you included in your, your uh, recruiting material the, this notion that, that you wanted people to live this ideal life, this EOS life, and that you're going to do everything you could to create the context and the encouragement and support to do that. What would that do for recruitment? Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and I can share in my own business, culture and humanity was always a huge part of what I wanted to do. Our core focus was about an external building of community as well as an internal. And I can tell you, you know, I had employees 16, 20, 10, nine years. We had three marriages come out of that, that company and, yeah. and, and some kids, you know, like, and we were profitable. It didn't, <laughs> to care about that team didn't take money from the bottom line. And, and just that 260% net profit increase is proof that, you know, when everyone's engaged and they're in the right seat doing what they love to do, you know, their you know, level of energy is high all the time. And, you know, and, and when they're around people they love, they like being there. Um, so, you know, they're there to get, get work done and they know how what they do makes a difference. 
Well, and, and the tool, one, one of the important tools for starting with the founder or the owner or what we might call the visionary, the, the willingness to let go of the vine as we, we talk to our companies, to, 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 to trust, to build a sense of trust, to find people they can trust, and then to delegate the things that they really aren't good at or don't want to do, or maybe even the things they love, they, they like doing in exchange for the things that they love doing and are great at. I mean, that process beginning at the top and, and then moving to the leadership team I mean, I have seen so many people come to life when when they are given responsibility uh, for things that they really like doing and are good at. Oh, absolutely. And it's like I talked about, it's kind of this proven that when you're doing what you love and things that ne- come easily and naturally to you, your energy level is high and your production and output is crazy because you're in your zone. And the minute you have to drop down and do things that you don't like doing, you can never bring your energy back up that day. Even if you stop doing what you don't like after an hour, you just never get to that high point again. And so if we can keep everyone in the organization in that sweet spot of where they, they love to be, amazing things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to, to, to be working with people that I love, I mean, people that share the core values of the company and my core values and to see them lived out and to be able to to depend upon people to actually do those things. I mean, that to me, that makes coming to work just so delightful. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to say those words because so many people are not in places that they love being in right now. Agreed. Yeah. There's so many places where there's competition internally, right? And people don't like each other and they're out to get each other's job versus the the businesses that work with EOS and create that kind of safety circle, right? The only people we're fighting is competition because we're in this together. And I right. love, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've had people say when they go on vacation, like, I'm going to miss you guys, you know? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, and, you know, my my team goes snowboarding together on when on their days off and you know things like that and it's it's pretty cool to want to spend time with the people that you work with even when you're not at work so yeah. it doesn't feel like you know a great to get there you know you get yeah. to work and and everybody's happy to see you and and y'all get about doing what you do best mm-hmm. Well, and, and that really begins at it, it, you know, begins at the hiring, doesn't it? To, to to hire only hire people who share our core values and are are living them out. Oh, for sure, yeah. And and I'll always suggest, you know, that just because they're the wrong fit for here doesn't make them a wrong person. They're going to be great somewhere else where they're going to love the people they get to work with. But right. yeah. but we have to protect what we've created here in these core values and make sure that that nobody is in a place where they don't feel like they belong and that we don't have anyone that's going to mess up this vibe. <laughs> this, you know, right, right. The, well, well, and also also uh, on a regular basis, giving, giving the employees a feedback about how they are doing and if, if, if there are places they can improve in terms of their living out these core values, then they can make that choice and giving them the resources to make those kinds of choices. 
Agreed. I think one of the best things about the way EOS does the people analyzer and and establishes the core values is that they're they're behavioral, right? They we describe what it looks like to be aligned with these values. This is what it looks like. This is what it doesn't look like. And here's some examples of it. So when we sit down with them, we can very easily share when you did this, that kind of rubs us the wrong way. But when you did this, if you can keep doing that every day, right? And they can say, oh, I know how to act that way, or I can't. Um, Yes. And and that makes the decision very simple um, versus trying to figure out integrity. What does that mean for you versus me? (laughs) Well, this is what it means here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and there are companies that are internally very competitive, and there are companies that aren't and because they have different core values about what they want. And if somebody's in the wrong place, then let's help them get in the right place. They, they can be much more productive and feel much better about themselves and get a lot better feedback from people, more positive feedback. Well, what let's, you know, the, to me, it, this whole notion that seems to be pervading our culture about, about uh, having a purpose and living out that purpose that purpose can be lived out inside a company when the company clarifies what it, the value that it's bringing to the marketplace, can it? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think that if, if the company's why is something that is true to your heart as well, isn't that something you want to be a part of, right? The impact that we could all have together towards that is bigger than I can do alone, always. Um, and so if... If I'm on board with what you're trying to create in this world, you know, now I, I get to go to work and get paid to do, <laughs> right, you know, right. to make the impact that I want to have. Right. And, and, and getting, clarifying how, how a company is making the world a better place. It's not all about the company. It's not all about just the shareholders. It's about how how we can how our goods and services supply a value to the company, uh, to the country, to the region, to other people, and and that's how we that's how we uh, sell anything. Is people see the value that we bring in solving problems or providing a, a, a greater opportunities, but uh, but it's helping that button pusher. The, the programmer, the nail pounder, helping them to see how what they are doing contributes not only their families and to the company, but also through the company's uh, uh, customers and clients, it provides a, a great contribution to the world. Absolutely. I think, I mean, I I never was super passionate about what our company did. We did live events, right? Um, planned and produced equipment and so forth for live events. Um, and I thought, well, a party's a party, but I'm not, you know, saving the world. Until we got together and really looked at the impact that has, you know, this world is a busy place. And what we do is we allowed people to stop and slow down and bond and talk and smile and laugh and enjoy each other's company. So when our core focus became about 
building communities, um, you know, one event at a time. And, and I got to watch that happen. It changed my passion for the company uh-huh. that I started. So even uh-huh. me, but um, I think also for employees, there's, there's two ways to look at it. I think the impact, not only that the company and business has on the world, but also making sure that employees understand the impact their piece has to getting there, right? So that, yes, the the janitor that sweeps the floor, you know, if you didn't do that, we couldn't load these trucks effectively or the, you know, that, so it's not just, this is what the company does, but that you have an impact on Bob and Sue and this job and and everything that we do here. Um, so it's it's kind of multifaceted impact. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you know, being being compensated appropriately. Uh, I once uh, was once working with uh, a company, uh, and the the president of the company said, "Oh my word." Uh, my top salesman is making more money than I I am making. Uh, I have to change the commission structure because nobody in my company will make more than I do. I thought that was so strange. I agree. Yes. If, if my salespeople are making more than me, oh my goodness, that's the best thing that could possibly happen because guess what? I get the bottom line, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And we can all be compensated more appropriately or better when the salesperson is making that kind of money. So I'm, I'm not only am all for that, but I can tell you again, a, an example of, of in my company during those two years where 260% net increase happened, we raised the payroll and benefits line item by 65%, wow. right? Like, so you put two and two together and do the math. That giant increase certainly didn't affect our bottom line, but improved it, I would I would hearken to say. Yeah. Well, and, and that whole notion of, of you know, what, what should be the response to an employee who comes in to a supervisor and says, I want more money. I mean, the response should be, I believe, I want you to have as much money as you can possibly want and let's find a way to increase the value you bring to this organization so that you can get more money. Absolutely. I'm a huge proponent of of ways that we can look at performance-based pay or ways that we can look at um, what could you learn that now I can count on you for or, you know, um, if we are all making more money, right? If, if the company is making more money because you have done all the pieces that you're held accountable to do, then by all means, let's share it. And I think that not only from a sharing the wealth with your employees, but it gives that ownership too of, well, when we're not doing well because somebody forgot something and we had to drive two hours back to get it or whatever, they're sharing in that too, right? They're they're potentially making a little less because those targets weren't met or, um, you know, their job wasn't done to to the best. They could do it, you know? And, 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 you know, I've I've found such encouragement and, and a great system for having that conversation 
out of Jill Young's book just called Earn It. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Well, and, and, and she gives, actually gives scripts for people to share with employees and encourages employees to build their own case for how I'm providing more uh, uh, value, how I will provide more value and how I can be measured on that. I mean, it's just a wonderful conversation to to have with an employee who who who's ambitious, who wants to provide more value. I mean, that's exciting to me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we created a whole badge system where employees, if you worked X number of this type of event and you tested out and you showed a supervisor that you could do X, Y, Z, you got this phrase to your hourly income. So it was... It wasn't arbitrary anymore. It wasn't because you came in and it was a good day. And so you asked for a raise (laughs) and complained about why you needed one. And so I gave it to you. It's you want it. Here's how you become more valuable. Earn this badge or earn these five badges and you're going to make $3 more an hour. Because now I know you can do all of these kinds of events. I know you can lead them up now because you've proven proven such. So of course you're more valuable to me. You can do more here. And it, and it is, it's, it's super empowering for everyone. Brings more revenue to the company. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and also what I'm finding is that there are, uh, I was speaking with, uh, um, Lauren Carson from, uh, Austin. Uh, she's one of Anastasia's, uh, clients. Uh, and, uh, She's just finished. She just graduated, really, from EOS after two years with Anastasia, and and she's seen tremendous growth in her company. And we were talking about how to encourage uh, employees to spend time on their passions, and and then how to create the context for celebrating that with each employee. I mean, if, if you're a hunter. Talk to us, show us pictures, share with us what you what you caught, what you what you killed. If if you're a you know a car buff, show us what you're doing. Take us for all of that. She got very excited about that because she hadn't really thought about it. But when you begin to 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 celebrate what those individual people are doing with their spare time and 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 encourage them to spend time in their passions, and sometimes it's help them to discover what their passions are. Oh, that's so cool. I love hearing that. I think, you know, um, it is. It You just, we all know that when we leave work and we do something that we love to do and we get to spend time in it, it just makes us better on Monday, you know? Um, and And I think, I mean, one of the things we tried is have a different employee plan the quarterly fun right? So what was fun for you is golfing. So you plan some, you know, top golf event and what you like is an escape room and, you know, those kinds of things. So like, take us to something that you think is fun and we all get to try it out once a quarter, Um, Uh which, you know, it is. And you see how great they are at it. No wonder you love this. (laughs) You're really good at escape rooms. (laughs) That's right? neat, and I've never done one. Uh, you're right, I, and, and that 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 makes it so interesting and challenging and stimulating 
to be with, with people that I love who are going to introduce me to something that I've never even thought about doing before. Yeah, it's exciting to see people light up, right? Because yeah. they're, they're talking about what they're excited about and what they're passionate about. And as well as, you know, you, we learn so much more about people, which is really important to building trust and building that, yeah. that place where we all feel safe because I get you. I get you now. I, I, I understand why you say this or, you know, why this is important to you or your priority or, and that because, you know, you, you get the, the other person, right? Just not just right. the, the work colleague, but you really get to see them as human beings. Right. Yeah, it's not just the results. It's not just the results. It's that there's a human being there that we are relating to. We're creating context for them to thrive. It's it's a uh, it's it's a lot more than you know. I'm I'm very interested in in what we're going to see in the next five to ten years in this country. Uh, you know that that move to where we wound up seeing people as assets rather than as human beings. I think I think we're learning from the great resignation that that's not going to work anymore. Agreed. Agreed. And I think, yeah, it's my, it's my hope that everyone, every small business and even, you know, corporate America starts to see, wow, <laughs> maybe we should really see our people in a different way. Um, and, and, you know, sees the benefit of bringing humanity back to work. And Well, what I'm excited about is, you know, that, that, that when Gino started uh, uh, EOS and, and he and Don Tenney were looking at the future and, and Gino wrote on that, that uh, napkin in a restaurant, you know, in, uh, by 2020, we're going to have 10,000 companies that will have implemented EOS with our implementers. And Don Tenney looked around and said, we only have a handful of implementers. How is that going to happen, Gino? And Gino said, I don't know, but that's where we're going. And, and you know, that, that in 2020, by December 2020, we had 10,500 companies that had been implementing EOS with implementers. So that's what causes me to know that our goal, our prediction for, for 2030 is not a hope or a dream. It's actually a prediction, and we can see how it's happening, that by 2030, we're going to have 100,000 companies that have implemented EOS with implementers. Yeah, now, it's uh, exciting. Well, and when you think about that, that sounds like a big number. But, but if, if we just, you know, pulled the number out of the sky and said that, that the average, you know, since our target market is 10 to 250 employees, that the average company has about 50 people in it. Is that fair? So... 50 times 100,000, my calculator says that's 5 million people. And if every implementer, you know, somewhere along the line, maybe six months to, to a year, as we're going down the BTO, looking at, their, at, the, at the company's uh, vision, and we get to that 10-year target, you know, normally it's, you know, we're going to make $150 million or some big, big number of, of revenue. If we were to say something like, well, you know, I would never as an EOS implementer tell you what to do because that's not my job. But could I dream with you a bit? 
what what would happen if if in addition to your your ten year target of of money of revenue that you also said that by by our ten year target one hundred percent of the people in this company will be living the EOS life or have a path to get there. What what would that do when you if you were to add that to your your recruiting package? What would that do in terms of attracting great people to your company, knowing that they were you were going to help them do what they love doing with people that they love, see how they're making a great contribution, getting compensated appropriately, and have plenty of time left over? What would that do to retain your great people that you already have? And how will that motivate the entire company? Well, it, what I have experienced is when I do that, eyes open. It's like, wow, that's highly motivating. That would do great for our retention and that would attract great people. Yeah, that absolutely connects, right? And and people go, yeah, so, I want to be part of that. Well, yes. And 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 when when we on our way to these hundred thousand companies and five million people, this doesn't even count the families, right? Right. That's what it's I was gonna, gonna say. Is, yeah, like look at the what? the way the world changes because people go yes. home happier. And so therefore yes. their families and, are happier. And, and yeah, they start teaching their their spouses why they should live the US life too. And yeah, yeah. the ripple effect. Is amazing and world changing. Well, and what what does that do for the business community itself when they start seeing what's going on with companies that are using EOS? Now, you know, just between you and me, we don't own the EOS life. That is, uh, uh, that's the same place where Gino got all of these things. He cobbled together some of these great ideas that have been around for a hundred years and be around for a thousand more. I think that's true for the EOS life. This is an ideal life. And and when people get the picture, they understand not only the why, but also how to get this to happen. They'll be doing this. And that will make such a huge contribution to the quality of life and business in this country and the world. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've always said your business shouldn't be your life, it should just be the vehicle that gives you the ideal life that you want. And then take that further and go, so many people go to work and then think the only time they're living is when they punch out, right? And that's when their life starts. What if if your life is all-encompassing and it's your ideal life regardless of your position in the company and that this right. business is just the vehicle that gives us all that. It's, it's Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So here's what, what I want to do over the next five and to 10 years. I want to keep talking to people. First of all, people like you, people who are implementers of EOS of this entrepreneurial operating system and and have the kind of conversation that you and I just got through having. Then I want you to introduce me to some of your uh, owners, visionaries, leadership team members so that I can interview them and we can have the conversation about what they're experiencing. And then I want to go and talk to some of the people deep in the organization, those nail pounders and button pushers and and even the janitors, and let them talk about how this EOS life implemented 
has changed their life. Yeah, I love that. Right? Yeah. And that's a beautiful idea. I'm in. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do because I just got through in, in, in interviewing Lauren Carson, one of Anastasia's, uh, 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 Anastasia Toomey's uh, cl- clients. Uh, Anastasia, got to get her on the show and talk to her. And uh, Jim Coyle is coming on. So we're going to have a, uh, have a lot of fun in the next five to 10 years. I'm excited to keep tuning in. Yes, indeed. So, so what, what would you like to say to folks who, who are either implementers or uh, business owners who are using EOS or thinking about using EOS or, or maybe haven't even heard of EOS? I guess I would say, A, it works, right? It works to give you what I just explained, right? The vehicle to your ideal life. Um, and I would say that, y- you know, you, you've got to, you got to get, get on that path, right? That, that, um, it's just, it's so worth it. It's so rewarding to, you know, for me to have looked back and seen what it did on my company and my, for my son and that entire team. And they've been through a tough time in the last couple of years, right? And yeah. he's now having to wear all the hats. And if it weren't for EOS, this struggle would have been so much greater um, for him. And I just, I, like I said, I, I adore small business owners. I think they're just a special breed. Um, yeah. And, and it's just not right to not, to, to be sacrificing your life um, when you could be having so much more of an impact on the entire world yeah. and, right. you know, spending time with your family. And, you know, I just went skiing with all three of my kids on Saturday. And, you know, I pick my daughter up every day from school and take her to school. And that, like, that, I get to spend time with my people, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, I didn't always, and it's a beautiful thing to to yeah. be able to have a full, rich life um, that contains more than than just the grind. Well, uh, Dawn, if if uh, someone wanted to get in touch with you and deepen the conversation, and maybe even have a ninety minute meeting with you, where you could show them how to how to get get this EOS life in their business, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, so my website is abbottcoach.com, A-B-B-O-T-T, coach, um, or my uh, email address, dawn.abbott at eosworldwide.com. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us and, uh, and just uh, pointing to the, the, the kind of direction that people can take to, to create a to create a, 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 a great life for everyone in their company. And, and it really starts with making a decision, right? Because where there's a will, there's a way. You have been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Way with Will Christ. If anything resonated with you, you can find tools to help you and your leadership team create a great life for everyone in your company at willchrist.com. Come and join the conversation at willchrist.com.